So I'd like us all to start with a nice deep breath tonight, a nice breath of fresh air, bringing in this new energy of a new year. Wherever you are, find supportive posture, take a deep breath in, deep breath out, maybe shake out the body, loosen up, relax. Let's do that again, maybe sweeping arms overhead, inhale, nice open mouth exhale, maybe with some sound, shake it out, let go, ground in, one final breath. Welcome to our first new moon circle of 2022, honoring this new moon in Capricorn. I'm your host, Vina Lene Rachel, and if this is your first time tuning in to me, welcome. I'm a moon priestess, a, an intuitive, a channeler of the divine, and I am super excited to have you here tonight. I host these free new moon and full moon virtual circles. I've been doing this for several years now, pretty consistently. And I like to do this just to help everyone understand what's going on with the moon, what's going on with particular uh, cosmic energy at hand, and just a little guidance on how to navigate each lunar cycle. So I welcome you, whether this is your first time, second time, or the umpteenth time that you're here. I'm so excited to talk about the moon today. We're going to talk about the new moon in Capricorn. We'll also touch base on the current Capricorn season that we're in. We'll talk about Purva Ashata Nakshatra, the Vedic astrology of this moon. We'll talk a little bit about Venus being retrograde in Capricorn. And we're going to do two tarot readings tonight. One is going to be live. I'll literally pull the cards and interpret while we're all here together. So if you are ready to dive in with me to learn about this new moon, let's go ahead and get started. Namaste, and welcome to the Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Vina Lene Rachel. I'm a moon priestess, intuitive, emotional alchemist, and channeler of the divine, and I've been diving into the world of the spiritual and metaphysical for over a decade now to self-heal my own trauma, become more emotionally stable, and cultivate my manifestation magic. I am so excited to now be bringing these same tools and techniques to you on this channel. There are a variety of ways for us to work on our higher selves. We can use practices like yoga, meditation, and breath work. We can receive energy work, crystal healing, or pull to row and oracle cards. We can call in our angels, ancestors, spirit guides, spirit animals, or more. Or maybe we find more alignment with astrology and the moon. I'm going to hold space for it all here on this channel. As you navigate each episode, I hope you find the guidance and wisdom you need to find your own path of self-healing and magic. 
May you become confident and courageous enough to continue to follow the path that best serves you. Thank you so much for tuning into this channel and trusting me to be a part of your unique journey. It truly is an honor to do this work and be here. Let's dive into today's episode. So I know we just took a few deep breaths, but maybe we'll take one more deep breath together. Deep breath in, bringing in some fresh prana, creating new space in the body. Deep breath out. Just really shake it up. Let go. Ground in. Feel yourself relaxing into the present moment. So you're really here for this circle. If you don't have anything to write with tonight, you might want to grab something to write with, piece of paper, pen, or just a way to take notes on your phone. Um, if anything comes to mind, we are going to be doing a practice where we do write things down. So you might want to have some paper handy and a writing utensil. We're going to do a lot tonight. And really, I just want to know how you're feeling. So feel free to put in the comments how you're feeling with this new moon. How is the new moon in Capricorn treating you? Are there any Capricorns on the transmission as well? I'm a Capricorn moon. So this is one of my moons and the energy. I'm feeling it tonight. I'm really excited about it. But if there's any Capricorn suns, moons, risings, I'd be curious to know. Feel free to put that in the comments as well. And even if you're tuning into the replay, make sure to utilize the comments and the reviews and the chat. I do go back and check everything that you put in and respond to it. So welcome tonight. Let's talk a little bit about the new moon before we start anything else. The new moon is a time of darkness. It's a time of new beginnings. It's the first day of a new lunar cycle. And these new moons happen about every 29 days-ish, depending on what's going on in the cosmos. And it's a great time for us to also tune into our own internal wisdom, our own darkness, our own guidance from within, it's also a great time for rest and slowing down because gravity is stronger on Earth side rather than on the moon side right now. So we're pulled more down to Earth and into our earthly human bodies and into this earthly human experience. And you might be feeling some things because of that. You might be feeling tired. You might be feeling heavy. It's not like you're going to step on a scale and really notice a difference, but there is a subtle energetic difference that makes you feel a little bit heavier on a new moon. You might also just feel unmotivated or not really wanting to show up to the external world or be social, and that's perfectly normal. You might also be in your feels, you know, when we're in our human bodies and we're really having that human experience and we're down into the deeper parts of our body, you know, even though physically we're pulled down, energetically we're also pulled down. So you might be in lower frequency feelings of sadness, loneliness, anger, jealousy, rage, um, doubt, fear, anything low frequency, anything lower than the heart, you might be feeling that tonight. Those are all normal things that happen with a new moon. And just astronomically in outer space, if you were to look at things right now, we would have the sun over here on one side, the earth, and then the moon's in the middle. So the moon is actually blocking the light of the sun. We're on the dark side of the moon right now, and that's why it's so dark at nighttime. This is also the first new moon of 
a new year. It's the first new moon of 2022. And it's not um, normally this aligned, the first new moon of the year and the first of the year. You know, it's only the second day of the year. So we really are in a time of new beginnings, a time of starting over, a time to come back to the darkness and turn within and really start fresh and take those deep, deep breaths that we've been doing like the beginning of this transmission. So before we move forward, I'm going to grab a drink of water and then I'm going to bring in the five elements. We're also going to call on the guides and guardians of the five directions. This is something I like to do at the beginning of every moon circle, just to bring in more support from the external and bring in any messages that may need to come through to me or you or the collective. So you can always join me in this prayer or just tune in and experience it. I'm going to grab this drink of water first, and then I'm going to bring in these energies. So I'm going to start with a crystal. This is a rainbow moonstone egg. I'll bring this up to you so you can really see the iridescence in it. It's going to reflect kind of in the light, but you see the speckled egg-shaped crystal. This is our earth element that we're working with tonight. And by the way, if you don't have any of these elements, it's okay. You can just take in the energy that I'm um, emitting through this transmission. One great thing about the technology that we connect to is it gives us that opportunity to absorb the energy beyond the dimensions of space and time. So you're getting the energy of this rainbow moonstone egg just by tuning into this transmission, even if you don't have this crystal at home. But if you do have rainbow moonstone, or any egg-shaped crystals, I would encourage you to work with those during this new moon just to represent that energy of new beginnings. And I also like the rainbow moonstone because it represents transformation and really working with the moon to make that happen. I'm a person that really operates by the moon and I like to use the energy of the moon to both release and begin again and manifest and succeed. So I believe that the rainbow energy of Rainbow Moonstone really helps me to transform my energy, keep it moving forward, keep it magical, right? Now you could also work with other stones that are either just black or white to take in the energy of this new moon or any sort of crystal that brings in a grounding energy. I've also brought in, well, I grabbed it, but now I can't seem to find it. There it is. I have a bloodstone crystal tonight. So I'm going to bring that up. You can see that it's green. It's got a few little specks of red in it. I don't, there's a little speck of red at the top there. It's hard for the camera to focus on it. But bloodstone is a great stone for grounding with this earthly new moon grounding energy that we're in. This is also a stone for your root chakra. So the root chakra is where we bring our dreams into earthly reality. It's where we rest and, you know, meditate and connect to, you know, our internal energy. It's also a crystal that we can use to help plant new seeds or set new intentions. All great things to be doing during this Capricorn new moon. Now I'm also bringing in the earthly energy of Palo Santo and I'm doing it a little bit differently tonight. I have this um, incense burner and I have a Palo Santo incense cone. So usually I use a smudging stick, but tonight I'm gonna do this incense cone. And you can see that this is in the shape of an ohm. And this is something my husband got me for Christmas. I'm so in love with it though, 
because it really brings in a meditative experience. So I like that it's black, representing that black energy of the new moon. I'm going to combine this Palo Santo, this earth element, with the element of fire from my black lighter here. And it's going to take a moment to get that going. But once it does, you'll see what happens. And I'm just going to hold it as it burns out. So there's the smoke. I'm going to go ahead and bring that to you for a moment because I want you to receive it. I'm going to take it around the technology that we're using here to communicate. I'm also going to take it around myself. And of course it fell off. <laughs> it's okay. We're still smudging. So it's going to take some time. But I'm just going to hold this while it continues to burn. And you'll see what happens there. So when we combine the element of earthly Palo Santo with the element of fire, we bring in a transformative energy of smoke or wind. And the great thing about wind is it ushers in the energy of new beginnings. When we use smudging smoke, this also cleanses our energy and purifies our spaces, something that's good to do with the energy of a new moon and also the energy of a new year. It's going to take a moment to burn, but we're just going to continue to let it burn. The final element of the earth that we're bringing in is water. First, if you just have water, this is a really good time to be connecting to water. I'll talk about why later on in the Vedic astrology of this moon. But also if you just use water to purify or cleanse yourself right now, it's a really good time to you know, take a long hot shower or soak in a hot bath. Literally, my son's in a bath like next to us right now. Poor little guy's had his very first fever. He's just four months shy of three years old. He's never been sick. He's fighting a little stomach bug right now. He feels okay, but he's been fighting a little fever and upset stomach and whatnot. So he's in the bath next next to us, but he's he's doing all right. Okay, so you can see what's happening here, right? So that element of wind, that element of smoke is now pouring down like water in this incense fountain. That's what I was waiting for, that magic right there. So notice that manipulation of energy. How bringing in different elements or bringing in different structures shifts the wind almost into a watery vibe, a creative vibe. And notice how the smoke still burns above us. So we've got that energy flowing up towards the cosmos and the energy flowing down towards the earth. And we're right in between where we want to be fully balanced. I'll hold that up just a little longer as I talk about the oils here. So also bringing in the element of water, you can work with aromatherapy. You can use the power of essential oils. I highly suggest the oils wild orange and peppermint. Wild orange energizes us. It awakens our senses. It ignites our passions 
and it helps us to embrace creativity, something that's really good to do right now with this new moon. Peppermint helps us to release things that are stuck in our energy. It also helps to ignite our senses, and it helps us to be more buoyant and lighthearted. This is a great time to be embracing more joy in your life, more pleasure in your life, more positivity in your life. And you can set boundaries and cut cords around all of the stuff with this new moon that you need to, to make sure that 22 has all of those qualities for you. Now, also, if you're looking for a more grounding oil tonight or something to connect you to your dreams, I highly suggest working with vetiver. It's the one that I dropped. But vetiver is an oil for working in the dream space. It helps you to connect to your dreams. It helps to enhance your meditations. And it also helps you to really bring out the details of the dreams that you're actually trying to create in this earthly reality. Vetiver is really nice for calming your spirit, easing your mind, and helping you drop into those states of relaxation. I know it's the first of the year, and we want to get super excited about the new shifts that we want to make, the new goals, the new habits, all the new stuff that we want to do. But this new moon happening on the second of the new year is saying, just take a moment and rest. Be sure this is where you want to direct your energy. Take time to really dream on the details of your goals and intentions. And make sure that you're adjusting yourself accordingly. So if you need to work with your dreams, I highly suggest working with the power of vetiver oil. Or if you just need a little bit of motivation, igniting your awareness, or to release stuck energy, wild orange and peppermint together are a really great combination. By the way, if you're trying to do something simple like get up earlier in the morning or work out in the morning or energize yourself in the morning for your yoga practice, maybe you just need to wake up your senses for your spiritual practices, for prayer, meditation, or you're trying to quit caffeine, wild orange and peppermint together, simply smelling it affects your olfactory system and your brain chemically in a way that awakens you and heightens your energy as a natural stimulant. So you no longer need to rely on caffeine to wake yourself up or get your energy going. So I'm gonna let this go ahead and burn. It's gonna burn for a while, but we're just gonna let it go off to the side here. Um, I just wanna let it do its thing and not hold it for the whole time. Plus that Palo Santo is strong. A lot of times when that smoke comes through, though, we need to cleanse. We need to smudge. So I trust it. Okay, so just to review, for your earthly elements, we've got our rainbow moonstone. We've got our bloodstone to help us ground into our intentions, to activate our root chakra, to bring our dreams into reality, and to work with this energy of new beginnings. To work with the earthly element of Palo Santo, we combine it with our earthly element of fire and brings out the wind and smoke to purify us, cleanse us, and help remind us that there's another side to the veil. You know, we this isn't the only dimension that we can experience right now. And when we see smoke in the air, it reminds us that there's more than the eye can usually see. 
my kids getting out of the bath, there's going to be some some water, some emotions bringing up our next element. If you're working with the element of water, maybe bringing in the essential oils of wild orange, peppermint, or vetiver. And if you want to finally work with the fifth element, the ether, you're already doing it. So anytime we're connecting through this technology, through the internet, we're working with the ether, with it withstands space and time. Um, it's great for connecting to all of these other energies that I've brought through tonight on our transmission. And it's also a great way for you to connect to anything beyond these earthly realms. So when we call in the energy of the fifth dimension, we're bringing in more, you know, energy from our elders, our ancestors, the angels, the guides, and the guardians. And with that, I'm going to be bringing in those guides and guardians now. Circle my energy, ground back in. We call on the guides and guardians of the east with the element of wind and air. Deep breaths, new beginnings, fresh starts deep sighs of relief that the past year is over. Deep breaths of excitement as we look forward to what's ahead. We thank the guides and guardians of the East and the element of air and wind for being here tonight. We call on the guides and guardians of the South with the element of fire. Transformative energy helps us to burn away what no longer serves, helps us to ignite the fires of our heart, the fires of our internal drive to go after our intentions and our desires. We thank the guides and guardians of the South and the element of fire for being here tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the West and the element of water. Purifying energy so strong with this Capricorn moon. In Vedic astrology, this moon ruled by the Appas, the water deities. Water helps us to move energy through. Water helps us to cleanse and purify. Water also gives us that fresh start that we need sometimes. And we can also tap into our flowing, creative, sacred, sacral waters of our second chakra to start painting a picture of the dream that we want to come true in this next year. And we thank the guides and guardians of the West and the element of water for being here tonight. We also call on the guides and guardians of the north, the element of earth, our ancestors, our spirit guides, the energy of healing crystals and gemstones and plant medicine, essential oils, smudge. We thank you for the energy of the trees giving us the breath we breathe. 
We thank you for the spirit animals that come along to give us signs or guide us along our way or open our hearts. We thank the seven generations behind us for the wisdom they have given us. We thank the seven generations ahead of us for all they are going to offer to our greater evolution in this new age of Aquarius. We thank the guides and guardians of the North for being here with the element of Earth tonight. Finally, we bring in the guides and guardians of the ether, the spirit realm, the fifth dimension, angels, archangels, deities, protective entities, protective white light, protective energy, cosmic beings, other planetary beings and societies, whatever else is out there to guide us, to help us to grow and learn, to help us achieve a greater version of ourselves, step into a better world. We thank you for your guidance and your wisdom tonight. We thank the guides and guardians of the fifth element, the spirit realm, the ether, for being here tonight. With that, our circle is officially, officially open. By the way, feel free to use the chat if you're here live. Let me know how you're doing tonight. Let me know how this new moon is affecting you, how you're doing with this new year. If you have any questions. Let's talk first about Capricorn season, because anytime we're in a new moon, we're aligned with the sun. The earth, moon, and sun are all aligned. And we're currently in the sun zodiacal season of Capricorn. It's the sign of the sea goat, S-E-A, as an ocean goat. Sometimes they're referred to as the mermaid or merman. But the sea goat is an earth energy. And I think it's related so much to the water because our earth is 75 plus percent water, right? So are our earthly human bodies. So when we ground into the earthly human experience on this earthly planet, there's a lot of water involved. So Capricorn is an earth sign that helps us to ground in to structure and organization. Think earthly material. And a little bit of that water energy too. Think about like an island that forms out of the middle of the ocean or you could think about just like the rising up of land out of the sea. Maybe the evolution of life itself, you know, evolving from fish into amphibians and things on the land into birds and more, depending on what you believe. But we know that it all kind of started with water, even though that it's an earth energy. And so anytime we're thinking about the earthly new beginnings, we have to bring in a lot of that water energy as well. Capricorns are known to be stubborn, ambitious, success-driven, hardworking. They really like to make things come to fruition. And that's why we feel like we want to set resolutions at the beginning of the year during Capricorn season. That's why we always feel like we need to kind of get our lives together, get more structured and organized. We clean up our spaces. We finally organize our closets and our junk drawers. We, you know, 
get our energy together. We get our shit together. <laughs> we try to anyway. Developing new habits, you know, setting more intentions around health and wellness. We at least have that positive intention at hand. And that's what it's all about. Right now, this new moon in Capricorn is telling us to get organized with our energy and to structure our life and build our life the way that we want it. There's a lot of creative potential here. You know, think about the ocean. There's so much in the ocean and a lot that's still undiscovered, but just things we can't even imagine. The ocean is full of life. It's full of potential. It's full of creativity. And we have these internal creative sacred waters that flow within us as well. They reside in our second energy center, our root chakra. But it is a place where we start to think about what we want before we bring it into our earthly root chakra and our earthly reality. So this new moon in Capricorn is asking you to dream and to really think on the details of what you want. And to not only dream about it, but to also take a plan of action or really make a plan of action and take a plan of action here in a couple of days. New moons are a time of rest. If we're working on our goals, we're not taking the time to be inspired. If we're doing, we're not just being. We're not just opening ourselves up for cosmic guidance, cosmic nudges, divine inspiration. All of this stuff comes out of us being more still and antisocial and turning within and meditating and sleeping and dreaming. So dream on the plan of action, you know, dream on the dream, but then dream on the things that you need to do to get there. And you don't have to get overwhelmed with it. You don't have to think about everything, but think about the steps you know you need to take to get closer to your dreams or your goals. And then kind of think about in your mind how you're going to initiate the action on those things, on those steps. Capricorn energy also reminds us to stay balanced a little bit more with our energy. It's a time to set boundaries around where our energy is being drained or where we're feeling kind of a Um, lack of reciprocation in the energy. So if you're giving more than you're receiving, might be time to restructure that relationship. You know, Capricorns are realists. They have a realist energy to them. And it's kind of like, you know, the new year, we think about, well, the old year is gone. It is what it is. It's time to move forward. It's time to embrace what's ahead. The glass isn't half empty or half full. It's, It's just a glass. And we can do with it as we please, right? So during this new moon in Capricorn, you have the potential to really just move forward and do things differently and not dwell on the past or be attached to an older self or an older pattern or an older behavior, you know, outdated programming that's not serving your greater evolution. You have the energy now to just move forward. You don't any you don't owe an explanation. You don't owe anybody an explanation. You don't have to have a real reasoning except for the fact that you want to change and you want to evolve. So do the thing. Do the thing that you know you need to do or do the thing to change. 
do the thing to be better and not worry about the past or what happened before or the future and the potential stories that your anxiety wants to bring to the table. Just be in the moment and keep doing the thing. Keep holding the glass and drinking the water. (laughs) So we have to talk a little bit about Venus right now because Venus is currently retrograde in Capricorn. She is Right now, in between her evening star and morning star phase, she's behind the sun. We can't see her. She's in her underworld phase, if you may. Venus is the planet of love, relationships, sex, worthiness, pleasure, a little bit of money as well, female energy, the divine feminine, the yin. So, all of these energies, when they're in a sign like Capricorn, ruled by karma, all about structure, the masculine, doing, go, 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 don't stop till you get there, that yang energy, we might feel a little opposition. We might be struggling with change. We might be struggling to take rest or soften or dream. We might be keeping ourselves distracted and occupied unnecessarily either physically or in our mind or both. We might be avoiding things that we need to process with our emotions. That's a very feminine thing. But Venus, when she's retrograde in Capricorn, all that stuff's going to keep coming up until you deal with it. (laughs) So you might have people from your past coming up because you need to reanalyze the relationship. I'll give a very personal experience. This past week, kid you not, Venus retrograde is kind of like a Mercury retrograde with your exes. I had an ex friend me on Facebook that I haven't spoken to 17, 18 years. (laughs) Somebody that I was kind of seeing casually when I first met my husband before we were married, obviously. And there was a moment in the very beginning of me seeing my husband and dating him that I was also kind of involved with this guy as well. And it ended very quickly because I wasn't really wanting to be involved with that guy, but It always really hurt my husband. And it's kind of funny because it came out in our um, anniversary trip this summer. He brought it up, the whole thing, and how it had kind of bothered him. We kind of hashed it out, worked it out for the first time in 16 years. But this particular person, friend requested me on Facebook. And I just thought to myself, do I really want to let this person energetically in? As I'm working on my marriage right now, as me and my husband have goals to really shift our energy and improve our relationship, do I want to just let this person in as a Facebook friend? Even if it doesn't mean anything. No, I don't. So I made the choice to just ignore the friend request. I don't have to respond. I don't have to say anything. I can just let it float there and that's okay. But by not taking that action, I'm reconfiguring the relationship and the energetic exchange as in there will be none because I don't have any energy for that man anymore in my life. I want that energy to be directed towards my husband instead. So this is an example of Venus retrograde in Capricorn. It's decisions you're making about relationships of the past that are very much involved in karma and how your energy will be affected moving forward. Now, this could also be involved with work relationships, 
with friendships, with family ties. There could be some healing that happens now. It's not always a relationship that you need to cut or restructure the boundary or set a boundary around. Sometimes people come back into your life because you need to reignite the flame. I have another person in my life that we had some conflict recently, like nothing major, but just enough conflict to cause a little bit of tension and stress like in the relationship. But since Venus has gone retrograde in Capricorn, our relationship has kind of come back around and things have been let go and we're all good again. So that's another example. You know, the relationship can strengthen and grow during this time. So this new moon in Capricorn is asking you to structure your relationships accordingly, to really look at those energetic exchanges and make sure that you have the right people in your life. I'll do one more example. You know, this moon circle is going to go a little long. I already have a feeling, but I'll do one more example. This very day today, I had somebody that wanted to um, kind of check out one of my offerings before paying for it. And I was kind of like, yeah, I'll be open to that today because we're kind of like in the beginning of things. But then they kind of decided that they wanted to pick and choose how they were going to come in and out of utilizing the offering or being live for it. And that's when I was like, no, I'm not going to allow that. I'm going to need people that are consistently showing up to do the work that they need to do, not picking and choosing what they want to do, um, not just like taking my energy whenever they feel like it or using my energy whenever they feel like it, if that makes sense. So I told this person that it was kind of like a now or never decision. They either had to um, take part in my offering or not. And they chose not to. And I know that that was just me letting that energy of that person um, have a certain boundary and a certain energetic exchange. And I'm doing that on the new moon. It resulted in a specific result that I'm okay with. So take this time for whatever's coming up in the past around money, around your pleasure, around sex, sexuality, sexual relationships, around, um, romantic relationships, anything with the heart, anything with emotional processing, anything to do with creative energy that's been blocked or like creativity that needs to come forward. All of this stuff is going to come up during this time for you to restructure and reanalyze and help yourself to feel more balanced and peaceful moving forward. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the Vedic astrology of this moon. I'm no expert in Vedic astrology, but traveling to India four years ago, I became very interested in it, and I like to bring in what's going on in the Vedic astrology of the moon, each full moon and new moon, because it does compare a lot to what's going on in Western astrology. There's also a lot of extra insight that you can receive. This Palo Santo is strong. I got to clear my throat. Sorry, you guys. We are smudging and cleansing tonight. Mm. By the way, I live on a loud road. We got snowed in yesterday, and there's still a lot of snow and ice on the roads, and we might hear some cars kind of struggling up the hill. That was probably what you just heard there. Lots of energy right now with this new year, right? So the Vedic astrology of this moon brings us into Purva Ashada Nakshatra, this is the invincible star, and it's ruled by Ganesha, among other things that we'll talk about. Ganesha is the elephant deity. This star is actually represented by an elephant's tusk or ivory, or sometimes the bow of Sagittarius aimed at the galactic center. But what this energy means is we are 
aiming our energy at our goals, at what brings us more balance and centering in our energy. And we're getting rid of the stuff that stands in our way of that. Ganesha is the elephant deity known as the remover of obstacles. Now, sometimes he literally sweeps his big trunk out of the way to move the obstacles out of your way. Sometimes he stands in your way and he is the obstacle and he makes you take a different path. So this is symbolic, obviously, but maybe a circumstance comes in your way where you have to take a different path. So for example, for me right now with this new moon, I had so many plans. I had plans to put out a new uh seven-day chakra challenge, a free chakra challenge online. I had plans to put out a 10-day yoga challenge. I had plans to put out a five-day meditation challenge. I wanted to do a 28-day manifestation challenge. All this stuff in the techie world. Well, just about a week or two before Christmas, my microphone stopped working. I'm actually recording this for the podcast through my laptop, through GarageBand. But my uh, microphone that I use for podcasting and recording all of my videos and my content is not working. It's not connecting to my computer and it's now currently in California getting looked at and repaired. So I could have forced things. I could have decided to go ahead and like push forward and do things just with the technology I had. But I actually saw this as a sign of taking a different path for the first time at the beginning of the year and just resting more and spending more time with myself and my own dreams, getting myself structured and organized. You can't see it. (laughs) Everything is a mess. So, you know, I decided that, you know, me not being able to move forward and create the offerings that I plan to create um, was Ganesha standing in my way and saying, hey girl, with this new moon, you gotta rest. You got to get yourself organized, get yourself structured because you're a Capricorn moon and you need to be utilizing the Capricorn moon. And, you know, by taking care of all of this and not worrying about the other stuff, I will be more structured and organized and prepared and my energy will be more focused to actually create those offerings with the Lunar New Year coming up in a month here in February. So starting in February, I plan to do some more things with offerings and things online But for now, I'm just resting and I'm taking advantage of this different path that I've been given the opportunity to walk down and you might be coming up with a similar situation. So choose the path that you want to, but just know that your energy is going to be affected no matter what. Now also, Purva Ashara Nakshatra is a lunar mansion represented by a hand fan So literally moving the wind around, moving the energy around, bringing in that ushering of new beginnings. It's also represented by a winnowing basket. What is a winnowing basket? Well, I had to look that up myself. It is a basket that's used to separate grain or help to separate the husks from corn. So again, we're removing obstacles, we're sorting things out, we're sorting our energy, we're adjusting accordingly. And guess what? This moon is also represented, this nakshatra, this lunar mansion in the Vedic world, is also represented by the planks of a bed. A very masculine energy, literally the energy of conception. It is time to make your dreams come true. It is time to take action on them and actually bring them to 
fruition. Also, if you're trying to conceive, if you're on a fertility journey right now, this could be a really potent and powerful moon to try to do that. It doesn't have to be the conception of a person. You can conceive a new business. You can conceive a new relationship. You can conceive a new version of yourself. You can rebirth yourself. You can conceive a new project. But if you're also trying to conceive a human, all of the energy is pointing towards taking action on that now or making a plan towards that action. So for example, whatever your dream is, whatever you're trying to make come true, how do you need to structure your energy around that to support it? You know, I can do the most relatable thing. I can think about being on a fertility journey. If you're trying to get pregnant, then you're not only also trying to like do the deed to get pregnant and plant the seed, but you're also taking care of your health. You're watching your diet. You're maybe watching um, your consumption of alcohol or maybe noticing the um, chemicals that you're around or putting on your body or not putting on your body. You know, you really start to make a plan of action to support that dream of a baby. So if you're trying to get a new business up and running, maybe you need to make sure that you're making a plan of action around daily goals on um what you need to make that dream come true. Maybe it's raising the money and how you're going to do that, or you're just setting aside savings or working to do that. Maybe it's developing the proper relationships or getting your business license. Maybe you're going on social media and building up your audience and your following and your brand. You know, there's a lot of different ways that you can make this plan of action and actually work towards making your dream come true. Now, Purva Ashada Nakshatra is also ruled by Venus, who, remember, is in Capricorn, retrograde right now, spinning backwards. So we're getting all of this stuff around Venus coming up again, even on the eastern side of the world, so that we're making sure moving forward, we're creating a life of pleasure, we're creating a life that we feel worthy of, and we're also doing things to elevate our sense of self-worth and self-love and worthiness. This is also ruled by what we call the Appas. These are water deities or water goddesses that represent the energy of the purifying water of earth. And I think again about that Capricornian like mermaid energy, but with the Vedic astrology, we're thinking about the purifying and cleansing energy of water and also our energetic waters. So Venus is very much connected to the sacral chakra, emotional processing, that yin energy. If you've got some stuff that you're still stuck on or emotionally attached to from 2021 or the past in general, it's time to alchemize it. It's time to move that stuck energy out or through. Maybe you need to scream, maybe you need to cry, maybe you need to have a little talk therapy. You know, whatever it is, maybe it's just deep breaths and sighs of relief, moving your body, shaking out the energy, but it is a time to get this stuff moved out or get your energy flowing all the way through. This is also a time to embrace the purifying, cleansing properties of water. You know, have a nice hair washing ritual. I'm definitely going to do that tonight. Um, make sure that you're like taking a nice hot bath or a long hot shower, drinking plenty of water to purify yourself from the inside. You might want to do like a water fast for a day or two or a juice fast. You could use aromatherapy or start um, dishing all the chemicals in your life and incorporating more essential oils and natural things instead. 
but we can use the property of water to really bring in these um, these uh, qualities of new beginnings that we have right now with this new moon and with this new year. So on the Vedic side of the world, on the Eastern side of the world, we're being guided to get stuff out of the way, to move our energy, to move stuck energy through, to kind of sort our energy accordingly and make sure that moving forward, everything is targeted around us feeling more centered, more balanced and more full of joy. Hmm. So I asked you to have something to write with tonight. I want to do a little bit of an activity to help you with all that we have been talking about. So if you have a piece of paper handy or some way to write or draw, maybe have that, or you can always do this exercise after. It's not going to take very long. But I want you to take your typical day right now, just a typical average day. I know that all of our days are different. So maybe you have two days. Maybe you have like a work day and an off day. But either way, one to two days, general days, I want you to write down the things that you do during a day. Don't forget the basics like you sleep you eat. You don't have to break it down to eating breakfast, lunch, dinner. Just you sleep, you eat, maybe you bathe or shower, you spend time with family, Um, maybe you do have to go to work or you work from home. Do you exercise, work out, do yoga? Um, Do you meditate, pray? Do you drink water? <laughs> do you socialize with friends? Do you spend time on social media or your phone or computer or internet? Do you watch TV? Do you read a book or something else? You know, write down everything, everything in your average day that you do. Just take maybe one more minute to do that. Just think about the stuff that comes to mind right away. And then I want you to write out your dream day. And if you had all the time in the world, a full 24 hours each day to do whatever you wanted, what would that day include? I want you to go ahead and write those things down. Maybe they're the same as now. Maybe they're different. Maybe there's more. Maybe there's less. Take maybe one or two more minutes. everything you would want to do in your dream day. Okay. So you could keep writing down things after, but I want you to look at the two lists. 
and I want you to, after this transmission, I want you to look at these lists and I want you to adjust your energy accordingly. Maybe you can't do every single thing in your dream day now, in your average day, but maybe you can do some of the things here. For example, I put that I want to read books, casually read on my dream days. So on my average days, I don't do that right now. So I'm gonna start reading while I take my evening bath and that helps me to incorporate a little bit of something that I wanna do in my dream life that I can start doing now. Another example on my own list is I wanna have more time for connecting to my son in like a homeschooling format. Like I want it, he's almost three. I want to start really teaching him and getting him used to this homeschooling format. So every day we're going to have a little bit of unschooling free learning. We're going to just kind of learn every single day something new and fun. And that way I'm starting to incorporate something from my dream day. So hopefully that makes sense. This is you making a plan of action on your dreams in that true Capricornian fashion. And maybe as you start to look at these two lists or your three lists, if you have like your average off day and work day, maybe you start to see some things that you can eliminate, right? Or you can restructure. For example, on my average day, I spend a lot of time on my phone. So I want to spend less time on my phone and more time with my son and my husband. Well, I have to spend the same amount of time on my phone for work, but maybe I do it at a different time. So maybe in my dream world, I have an hour, one to two hours every morning and evening to simply be on my phone or my computer and get some work done. Maybe it's not every day. Maybe it's every other day. This is your world. This is your dream. This is your life and your co-creative reality. And you can do whatever you want. I think that's one of the reasons we get caught up in um, you know, being overwhelmed with resolutions is because we want to do all the new things all at once every single day. Like I want to get up early. I want to work out every day. I want to drink my eight glasses of water. I want to make sure that I take all my vitamins. I want to, you know, only spend X amount of time on the internet. But the truth is just like the moon, our energy fluxes and flows and waxes and wanes and not every day is going to be the same. So this is just an ideal reality, but if your ideal reality incorporates an every other day routine for some of these things, whether it be the things you have to do now or the things that you wanna do later, you know, that's okay too. Structure your time and your energy accordingly. So I don't have much else to say as far as the astrology of this moon goes and what's going on in the cosmos, but I did want to leave it open just a moment for any questions, comments, anything that needs to come through. Otherwise, I'm going to move forward and talk about the tarot reading that we um, have for this new moon. And I'm also going to do a live tarot reading tonight. So we will go a little bit over, maybe another 20 minutes a live tarot reading for the entire new year. I'll do a Celtic cross spread for the entire new year of 2022. So I'm gonna grab a quick drink of water. God, I'm a little tongue-tied tonight, guys. Sorry about that. 
I don't know what's going on there, but I'm going to grab this drink of water and then we will go over the tarot reading. All right. So I typically pull three cards for a tarot reading for our moon circles. I pull a past, present, and future card. Tonight, I felt called to pull a bonus card. We are in this earthly Capricornian moon and earth energy also has to do with earth animals, our furry, feathered, and finned friends. So I pulled a bonus card from the Spirit Animal Oracle for a little bit of guidance for this entire year. So before I get started, I'm just going to take a deep breath to drop in. Thanking the cards for the messages that they have to offer us. Thanking the universe for my ability to interpret these cards. May their energies, pictures, and messages serve us all. So for the past card I pulled, the very same past card I pulled for our last moon circle, the Queen of Cups. She's back in pure Venus retrograde fashion. <laughs> so I really saw her as like this energy of Venus or this energy of the divine feminine in the uh, tarot pull for the full moon in Gemini a couple of weeks ago. Now I'm kind of seeing it again. You know, Venus is still in retrograde for the entire month of January, but she started in mid-ish December, just before winter solstice. and. She's asking us to look at our relationships. She's asking us to check out our emotions and get things processed. You know, she's holding this goblet. She's controlling her water. She sits humbly on the box there, ruling in this green dress from her heart because she's been through challenging times. She knows what it's like to go through rough times and challenges and to have her heart challenged and to be a little energetically drained or emotionally overwhelmed. And she's taking rest now as she prepares for this new year with this new lunar cycle, this new moon. But she also reminds us to take care of ourselves and take care of the relationships that we're involved in and to manage our energy. For the present card, I pulled the King of Wands. And this is kind of like the happily ever after card, not to say that 2022, everything's going to be magical and happily ever after, but the King of Wands is all about success. The golden age. See the light, the yellow he's surrounded with and he's holding his wand. This is about Igniting the fires of our dreams and making them come true this year for good. Sticking to our resolutions, really ruling our life and making sure that we're setting those boundaries and expressing our needs so that we can move forward and not fall off track. Now look at the crossed wands here on the card representing the number two. It's the second month right now of the second <laughs> Second month of 2022, or second day of 2022. Gosh, guys, I'm tongue-tied tonight. Sorry. Um, it's representing this present moment now that we have the choice to embrace our magic and start co-creating our reality or not. 
that the King of Wands urges us to move forward. The King of Wands says, make your dreams come true. This is a little bit of the Sagittarius energy as well. And I didn't mention this, but in Vedic astrology, Jupiter just moved into Shatabisha Nakshatra, which means the planet of joy, luck, fortune, abundance, happiness, has moved into the sign of a thousand healers. So I think that this King of Wands is also telling us that we have the ability to heal. We have the ability to create. We have the ability to move past our old wounds and embrace this reality where there's infinite potential. Anything is possible. We can make any dream come true. And then the Two of Wands assures it. I pulled the Two of Wands for our future card. Evolve or don't. Stay on the same path or don't. Learn the same lesson or learn a new one. Embrace your magic or don't. The choice is up to you, but again, the number two, 2022. You know, 2022, two plus two plus two, it's a master number, not a master number, but a number of six in numerology. And six represents community family, society. I think that's why we're getting the Queen of Cups and the King of Wands. This is all about being humble, compassionate, empathetic. A little bit of divine feminine and divine masculine at play here. But we're also getting these wands, the two of wands, reminding us to move forward into this new year, trusting in our magic. Six is a sign of magic. When we have great relationships, when we're in love, it feels like magic. When we have relationships that just grew, friendships that are just good, they feel magical and magical things happen when you're together with your friend. The magic of childbirth, the magic of bringing other humans into this world and expanding your family. There's a lot of magic that we have in our human experience, but we have to learn to embrace it. So this two of wands is telling us, hey, now is the time. You're moving into that co-creative reality. What you dream, you can bring forward. What you put your mind to, you will attract. Manifestation law of attraction, right? The stuff isn't woo-woo, it's real. And it's going to start proving itself to you over this next year. So finally, for a bonus card, I pulled that spirit animal card for a little bit of earthly guidance over this next year. And I pulled rabbit spirit, which says now is a lucky time. How lucky are we to be living at the dawn of a new golden age? How lucky are we to finally know that we are co-creative beings? How lucky are we to have that source energy within us to make our dreams come true. We're as lucky as we believe. And this new moon at the beginning of a new year is asking you to set the intention to feel lucky. And if you don't feel fortunate in those kind of aspects, go a little smaller. You know, the rabbit goes down into the ground, nests into its little hole. Can you ground in for a moment? 
Can you nest into your little hole of your life and your surroundings? And can you see where you are lucky? I'm lucky for this roof over my head. I'm lucky for this technology that I can connect to you through. I'm lucky that I still have a way to record my audio and put my podcast out. I'm lucky to have my husband and my son downstairs. I'm lucky for my health, my wellness, the breath I breathe, the legs I stand on, this mouth I talk to you with, these eyes I see with, and this intuition that I follow. How lucky am I to trust that? How lucky are all of we that trust our inner wisdom and intuition? How lucky are all of we that really do believe we can make our dreams come true? The rabbit spirit reminds us that the sun is coming out. We have moved past winter solstice. The days are getting longer. The nights are getting shorter. We're returning towards spring, towards summer. The light is coming back. The sun is shining bright. We can come out of our little holes of limiting mindsets and limiting beliefs and outdated false programming. And we can embrace a life of joy. We can leap around and jump around and be playful and have fun and experience a world of pleasure. No matter what's happening around us, within us, we can have that joy and we can have that abundance and we can feel lucky. Did you know that female rabbits can get pregnant while they are still pregnant? I kid you not. Facts. (laughs) Nature facts. So you don't have to just dream one dream. You can dream a lot of dreams. You can dream big dreams. You can dream multiple dreams. And you can believe that all of it can come true in this year. All of it can come true in the future. All of it can happen. If you don't know much about me, I'm very uh, (laughs) multi-preneured. I do astrology. I do moon circles. I do tarot readings. I dabble with creating non-toxic beauty and bath products. I work with plant medicine and essential oils. I'm a yoga teacher. I do a lot. And I believe that all of it has a little piece in the dream that I want to create around my business. I don't have to find a particular closed-in niche. I can do what I want. I can have multiple dreams and do multiple things. Rabbit energy is encouraging you to go after everything you want this year. Truly believe that your potential is infinite. I know I already said it, but you can expand your life to whatever limits you set. Trust in your magic. Hmm. So that's what I have for you. As far as a tarot reading for this new moon in Capricorn, I want to do a quick little Celtic cross, a very quick one, just to let you know what's to come. I got to shuffle these cards back in. Again, if you have any questions, comments, anything you want to put, put it in there now. Otherwise, I'm just going to shuffle these cards real quick as we speak. I knew we were going to run over. I had that feeling. 
I think we're going to end here in a few minutes like I planned. All right, so I'm just going to shuffle these cards real good. And we're going to get a nice little tarot spread. That's what I'd like to offer you tonight for the entire year of 2022. It's going to be a good year, guys. Six years, good years. Five years or growth years, growing pains, 2021. Four years are years of completion, learning, evolution, <laughs> 2020. Now we're moving into 2022. Okay, here we go. Knock on these cards. What do we have in store for the year? What is the foundational theme of 2022? I, you can't make this up. Ace of Wands. New beginnings. Brand new beginnings. Fresh starts where you can embrace your wands of magic. You can create whatever you want. This is the fresh start. It doesn't matter what happened in the past. It doesn't matter who you were in the past. This year is your opportunity to transform, to evolve, to become somebody new, to create the life you want, to finally shift that habit, to make your wildest dreams come true. It's the year of magic. It's the year of six, Ace of Wands. <laughs> what is going to cross us in 2022? What is going to be the obstacle? Seven of Wands embracing our magic, trusting in our ability to co-create our reality. So a seven of wands indicates a little bit of need for patience. Maybe the magic doesn't happen right away or it doesn't happen in the way you want it to and therefore you start to have self-doubt. Are you start to revert back to some of your earthly human ways or you fall off track? You might have to start over towards your intentions and goals or do something differently. But the seven of wands does indicate success. Even if you have to start over, you still have the opportunity to succeed. What's going to ground us into this new year? What's going to keep us on track, balanced, aligned, and working towards our intentions? Ace of Swords. I love it. Making quick decisions. Making quick, energetic, cutting of cords. <laughs> this is like the card of Kali. So making that decision to really sever ties quickly or set boundaries quickly or make decisions quickly. Aces are all about swift energy. Swords are all about Cutting tides, shifting direction, changing the energy. So we're going to be doing that fast. So don't dwell, don't linger, don't bring up the anxieties of potential futures that don't exist. Just go where your heart calls you. Trust your gut and make those quick decisions. What's the lesson that we've already learned? The 10 of cups. 
We are abundant beings. We are lucky. We are fortunate. And we have a lot of emotions. And that's okay too. The Ten of Cups says, hey, you've been through a lot. You probably still have a lot of emotions. You're probably still processing. The past is probably still affecting you. And that's okay. <clears throat> the Ten of Cups also tells you that instead of dwelling on the past or lingering on the past or being emotional about the past in a negative way, see how abundant you are, how lucky you are, what wisdom you gained, what did you learn, what new insights, what did the past have to offer you? And the more that you move forward with this kind of attitude, the more you'll have to be grateful for. Your cups will literally runneth over just as they already have, whether you knew it or not. It's all about perspective. What is the highest lesson or wisdom or thing we're trying to achieve in 2022? These swords, man. Ten of swords. Ten of swords. You have got to learn to let it go. These things from the past that pull you down into a lower frequency and a lower evolution. We got to let go of my kid messing with the door right now. We got to let go of it. You got to let go of this old programming, worrying about what people of the past will think of you, worrying about your old self and who you've become now. You got to let it go. Oh. We got a little emergency here. I think we're okay. <laughs> Finally, what's around the corner for us? The three of ones. So by springtime, March, the third month of the year, I think we're going to see some transformation. I think you're going to see some transformation in yourself. It takes an average of three months for there to really be a shift and change in your energy, not only within yourself and what people notice, but just like in general, you become a new person after about three months. It also takes about three weeks for you to feel differently and actually create a new habit or do something differently. So I think that this three of wands is saying, hey, just around the corner, you have the opportunity to do differently or create a new habit. Set a new goal and go after it, but you've got to work on it longer than these three weeks of January. And you got to really make it to spring to make it come true. The Three of Wands is also about life, death, and rebirth, and it's about recycling your energy. So if you've got to rid yourself of anything energetically over the next few months or weeks, remind yourself to do it with peace and grace and ease. It's all about karma. And I just see it as an energetic exchange, an energetic release, so something else can come back to you better, bigger and better. Finally, what four cards do we have as a theme for this year? The Two of Cups reminds us to balance ourselves between the yin and the yang, the masculine and feminine, the doing and the being, and to also really focus on balancing our relationships with one another, The Six of Swords reminds us to cut limiting mindsets, limiting beliefs, rid yourself of 
any influences that might be holding back your magic. And also, again, rid yourself of any relationships that don't bring you joy and pleasure and more peace and ease. The Eight of Wands remind you that energy is infinite, but there's also karma. Every action will have a result, a reaction, and everything you release will come back to you in a different form or fashion or in the same way. Trust in this exchange of energy. Believe that your potential is infinite and that your energy can create whatever you put your mind to. Finally, our last theme card, the swords, nine of swords. Give yourself full permission to let go of every time you have failed. Even if you're working on the same thing now and you have failed before, it does not matter. You are in Ace of Wands, new beginnings. You're a new person now. You're not the person that you were before. You've changed. You have hindsight. You have wisdom. Don't let the mistakes and failures of your past hold you back from who you can become. I hope this tarot spread has served you. I hope this new moon circle has served you. I hope you have more guidance as you start to navigate this new cycle, this new month, this new year, this new beginning. I'm sending you so many blessings to help you make your dreams come true. I know you can do it. Do you know you can do it? I've seen it happen in my own life. I know we're co-creators. I know that we manifest what we put our minds to. And I'm working on those challenges of self-doubt too with my own fertility journey of what I'm trying to conceive in 2022. But I think that talking about it, being aware of it, being more open about it, helps us to find the support we need, the confidence we need. To know that we're not alone. May your year be full of fruitful blessings. May you find the path that you need to go down to meet your greatest self. And may you continue to evolve your frequency in this new dawn of the golden age as you make your wildest, most pleasurable, joyful dreams come true. We are going to meet again for the full moon. Our next moon circle will be celebrating the full moon in Cancer on Monday, December 17th. We'll get together again on the Vina Linnae Facebook page, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And of course, if you miss it, the recording will be available on my website, YouTube, and the Follow Your Path podcast within a day or two. I hope that you have a beautiful new moon. And until we meet again, may we all be happy. May we all be healthy. May we all know peace. May we all feel loved.
Loka somasta, sukino bavantu. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Blessed be. I hope today's message served you. If you enjoy the Follow Your Path podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. As a thank you, every month I do a drawing from the reviews and I choose one person to win a free one hour, one-on-one soul coaching session with me. This can be done in person or online, depending on where you are. I also feature reviews on my website and social media. So thank you for the feedback and the testimonials. It truly is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to meeting with you again in the next episode.